Hi, Michaela. Hello, Steve. Today I'm going to be asking you some more viewer questions. Okay. Here's the first question. This is to do with a person who is very clear about what she wants and her partner has the view that one should let life unfold um, without without really planning necessarily or, or aiming in the way that she aims. So here's what she says about that. I'm of the opinion that it's important to have clarity about what you want and that whilst things can and do happen that may be manifestation of the higher divine plan, having intention and clarity on your desires is key. This was important for me as I wish to have children. And my partner says, if the energy goes that way. And I ask for more certainty from him in what he wants. He says that none of it matters as the energy will go whichever way it goes. He quotes the Tao Te Ching. And I also read and listened to it, but I don't extract that you shouldn't have clarity and strive for what you want. So my question in a nutshell is, is it healthy to have a certainty of your desires and aim for what you want? Or am I missing something? Hmm. Great question. Well, <laughs> um, I'm laughing because, um, you know, as much as I would like to be able to give uh, a very quick answer to this, this is quite uh, the question that deserves a bit of uh, examination. So um, in the question, there was mention of manifesting desires and clarity on a spiritual plane. And then there was also the very kind of on the ground consideration of having children and the partner um, not uh, committing to having children, but saying it should unfold. And there are two different subjects altogether. And when they get muddled, um, it can be a bit uh, interesting, let's put it this way. So um, the first thing to say is that on a, on a big, you know, on a kind of a meta level, it's most definitely good to have uh, desires and to have clarity around those desires. And I think, uh, you know, everyone in, in any book ever written about goal setting or manifesting or uh, planning one's life uh, details that quite uh, specifically that it's good to know where we want to go and it's good to understand um, what our life plan is. So I think that's something that is just innate in humans that we do better with um, knowing where we're going. Um, I read uh, a whole bunch of research yesterday about how focus, actual visual focus, um, actually allows us to achieve goals better physically. Um, they were It was a study about runners and they were interviewing um, high performance runners and asking them how do they go about um, you know, reaching their goal. These were short distance runners mostly, but also some marathoners uh, in a separate study. And so uh, having a spotlight view, literally focusing the, the eyes on something very specific allowed the body to um, utilize the energy better. So people had less drain on their physical resources if they could focus their physical and with that specific attention. So I think that's good to know when we feel and think about 
our lives. And, um, you know, there's whole school of thoughts around manifesting in the sense that some people uh, write things, some people do manifestation uh, mantras, some people have um, visuals like vision boards, things of that nature. Different people uh, react differently, but having something visual that's very concrete is, of course, super useful for achieving goals and uh, and getting an idea of where it's going. So that all said, I think um, that's pretty clear cut in the sense that it's good to know if you want children particularly, um, that there is a certain kind of a timeline. Now, there's a very differing opinions as to what that timeline is. There are some people who say you should have children as early as you can because that's when you're the most fertile and also um, you're not as formed as a human, so it's easier to adjust to the changes. Then there's people to, who say, well, you don't know who you are as a human. You're not that formed. Hence, you shouldn't have children. And um, you can easily have children in your 30s. Then there's people who say that you can easily have children in your 40s. Um, that's a bit debatable by some people, but other people say, yeah, you can do it. And there's also you know, freezing eggs, freezing embryos, all kinds of things available now that prolong that decision a bit. But nonetheless, there is a decision that's both based on fertility, but even if it's not based on fertility, it's based on also energy levels and how old you want to be when your children are grown, right? Um, that those are individual decisions that um, I don't want to make any uh, judgment calls on uh, or medical calls on because we don't know, right? There is, as in most women's health issues, there's very divergent opinions and a lot of them are very fraught with uh, dogma and of all kinds from, uh, you know, big pharma to, um, you know, total natural things in anywhere in between. So that all said, um, there is, however, the fact that when you want to have children, there's a certain kind of a timeline, um, both from a fertility standpoint, a biological age standpoint, a resource standpoint, and a maturity standpoint. And also the choice of having a partner that wants to raise children with um, someone or doing it by oneself, right? These are all these are all options. So, in what uh, the viewer question uh, defines, there is the the wish to have children, planning on having children in the future, focusing one's attention on that, and wanting to manifest that. So, I think that's pretty good and pretty clear. Now. We, of course, have to consider, and this is where there is always a bit of a problem with manifestation and goal setting. We have to consider that certain things are not within our control. So however you want to grapple with that, um, you know, spiritually speaking, which this person leans on quite heavily, um, we have to assume that our plan and the plan of, let's say, the universe or God's plan, however you want to say that, might not line up. 
that's always an option, right? And so that's why there's these uh, things like, oh, let's see how it unfolds. Some people believe in that, or some people go, let go, let God, I heard yesterday, somebody said to me, right? So there's, there's things like that, where we have to consider that maybe what we want isn't really, let's say, how it's going to unfold spiritually, because we don't see the full picture if we if we want to take it spiritual but we could also say that just um you know life life happening if you don't want to go spiritual with it uh you don't know right there could be all kinds of reasons why you're not going to have children you can't have them you suddenly change your mind you don't want them something happens you have one you lose one um something happens you have one um and you decide that you know, that wasn't the best idea. Well, that's a real problem, but that sometimes happens to people, right? So we don't know how it goes. And us assuming we can force our way into our reality is a bit dicey because it sets us up both for, let's say, kind of a spiritual hubris on one end and on the other end, um, just the potential for things not going according to plan and us getting a bit rigid and fixed in what we want versus what's actually happening. So that's the spiritual aspect or the, the, the meta aspect. Then now we can look at the relational aspect. So um, the person uh, writing in or, or sending the, the message in is saying, um, their partner is essentially going, well, let's have it unfold. We don't know how it's going to go. So that's now a relational issue. So th this has nothing to do now with manifesting one's desire. This has to do with being with a partner who isn't clear if children with you are in the future. So we could assume... Now, I don't know who that partner is, right? But we could assume that in the answer, let's just see how it unfolds. There's a whole opening of a relational um, conversation, at least an internal relational conversation, maybe not with the partner to begin with, or a relational conversation with a therapist, where um, we have to look at why is your partner not clear on that? Is it because the relationship's really new and it really hasn't unfolded yet? There's no knowing. Will you continue in the relationship? Will the relationship take a form where that kind of commitment is appropriate? That could be one thing. Another thing could be you have been in the relationship for a while, but there is some areas that haven't been discussed yet. And hence, your partner isn't really willing to say, look, I'm making that length and depth of commitment to with you to raise our child. Or it could be that your partner isn't clear yet. Uh, you know, is there even children in the future? So all of those are things that definitely have to be looked at because uh, just manifesting one's children alone isn't going to do it. You have to actually have a willing partner with whom you have sex or find other options to have children. So that's why I think there's two distinct um, aspects. One is the willingness to um, project something in the future and with 
the caveat that there could be other things happening hold steady on that and then underneath that is this the right partner can you wait as long as it takes your partner to decide if you, if it's the right uh, moment in time or if it's the right development and what does that say about the relationship that that's the statement that's being made and like i said could be anything from it's just fresh um it's a new thought for your partner um, it's something that's within your partner. It's something that's within you and your partner in the relationship. So I think it's a good um, it's a good moment in time to really examine the more relational component, um, so that your relational uh, construct lines up with, let's say, your desires or your manifestation outcome. And then, of course, there's always that X factor of we don't know how life unfolds. And, uh, you know, all kinds of things can happen that we can't foresee. And when that happens, um, it's good to have had a goal, but being able to kind of adjust the way you go and uh, recalibrate, so to speak, and make different plans or adjust your focus oh yeah very interesting it seems part of what you're pointing to is that these two people have different style of approaching life and yes you're right the questioner does draw on spiritual language you know referring to the Tao Te Ching uh, manifestation of the divine plan and so on okay that's one way of describing it but fundamentally we've got someone who wants to plan and direct and another person who wants to take a more kind of let life unfold path and that seems to be t for both of them actually tied not only to their personality types but also some somewhat towards their chosen religious or spiritual uh, expression yeah um, of course, pers one's personality type and one's religious and spiritual expression, you know, they, they, they often go hand in glove for a reason. <laughs> you know, it's like chicken or egg, right? But anyway, is this the sort of um, difference that is inevitably an incompatibility? One person wants to plan, is a more planning person. Another person doesn't like to plan, let life unfold. Taking away the, you know, the religious, spiritual aspect, just to isolate the dynamic is that something that's inevitably a a kind of incompatibility that's going to lead to um, friction of a bad kind this sort of um, mismatch of styles is, is inevitably going to lead to you know pain maybe breakup etc or is there a way for this kind of difference to be to work harmoniously together is it one of these deal breaker differences or is it a difference that could be a deal breaker, but could also be worked with harmoniously. And if so, how would one approach harmonizing those different styles, if it's even possible? Yeah, well, it depends on the goal of the relationship, of course, right? And it depends on um, a, a few factors that we don't know about since we don't know this person personally. Uh, but it could go both ways. So we, I think we can examine both ways, right? So um, like you were saying, we have two different styles. Let's let's keep the spiritual styles away. Like you said, it, it, they very much align right, with their personality types. But here we have somebody who is quite focused on outcomes and planning, uh, both in the spiritual as in the material. And then we have somebody who goes, Oh, let's just go with the flow. Let's see how the wind blows, how it unfolds, right? So 
typically um, when we talk about now, let's say the more sexual erotic kind of play between two partners, um, having one of each is quite nice because it kind of makes for somebody who wants to go on a ride much more relaxed and somebody who wants to take that person somewhere. So sexually or erotically, this could be quite interesting. However, the question is if uh, in actual everyday life, those different styles, like you said, can be harmonized because it could cause quite a bit of rub in day-to-day -day existence. And you often hear that when people come for couples counseling, right? That they have such different styles of dealing with day-to-day -day life that there's constant irritation. But the person who just wants things to unfold is really bothered by the need for a plan and um, a clarity of desire and decision. And that the person who wants that clarity of desire and decision is really bothered by the other partner's kind of um, you know, everything goes attitude. So we have to look at what is the relationship about, right? If the relationship is about a long-term, um, really pleasant, um, you know, co-creative relationship, then very different styles that aren't um, appreciated can be a real problem. Now, if there is a kind of understanding that the person who is much more in, in the directive um, brings something to the relationship that the other person um, appreciates and the person who unfolds brings a bit of like extra adventure and, and fun and um, novelty to the relationship, then it can work quite well. But for that, both partners have to go, wow, I like my partner's uh, willingness to just go along or unfold. Oh, I like my partner's willingness to actually make plans and follow them through. If that's the case, then it can become a very fun, synergistic um, relationship. And you sometimes see that in couples who are doing really well, where there's different styles, but they can kind of joke about that, and maybe bicker on occasion a bit, but it's actually appreciated. But then you also see people who have that tension, and that tension makes for sometimes erotic uh, excitement, particularly in the beginning. But then there's that irritation in everyday life that eventually also wears the erotic down because at some point when you are that irritated with somebody, you know, it's not that much fun sexually either anymore. So it could go both ways. And I think, uh, you know, that's something to, to consider. However, I want to say this one more time, right? There's no nice way of saying that. There is no such thing as a little bit pregnant, meaning um, you're either having a child or you're not having a child. And if your partner doesn't want a child right now, you are not going to have a child right now, right? Un unless something happens, but um, then you have to deal with all other kinds of, you know, complications. Um, and, and that goes both ways. And because there's a much more specific focus there, um, this is something that needs to be worked out fairly soon and not 
oh, let's see how 10 years down the road we have synchronized and are enjoying the give and take. So that's my one caveat for this, is that if this, um, let's say, if this different difference in spiritual as well as material unfolding uh, can't be, you know, worked with, then, um, you know, that's a pretty tough one. And I've worked with lots and lots of women over the years who waited and waited and waited for their partner to be ready and um, then eventually had to give up and then had to start from scratch, so to speak. And that's, of course, uh, a really rough one, uh, uh, emotionally as well as factually. So it's definitely a good moment in time um, and that is often the case when people decide that they want children, that really clarifies the relationship one way or the other. And I think that's good and that's healthy and that should be looked at. Now, I want to say one thing. If this is a brand new relationship, we don't know that, right? If if she's been with this partner for. I don't know, four weeks or so, then you have to just cool it for a moment and let things unfold some. But you have to have the internal timeline of how long are you willing to let things unfold till you know this is the relationship to have children in or not. How early do you think that conversation should happen? I mean, there's two kinds of conversation on that topic. It's do you want children, you know, in general, in theory, hypothetically, and then there's, shall we have children, us, you know, those are two different levels of that conversation. Um, do you have a sense of when to bring those levels up? Well, I think the first one, um, in general, do you see having children at, with someone at some point in your life is uh, an early question particularly when somebody is in their 30s and wants to get started, let's say, or whenever they want to get started, right, earlier or later. So I think the general question of um, do you see children in your life is very important because if you know you want children, this goes both, you know, both partners, doesn't matter um, who's you know, desire it is to have children. If that's a mismatch, you might as well not go there. Um, and I think that's really, really important because this comes back to what we sometimes talk about when we talk about people dating potential versus actual, um, you know, at the moment, um, you know, arising, let's put it this way. So I think that's an early uh, question. But then the question of, are we having the kind of relationship that um, fosters, you know, uh, bringing happy, healthy uh, children up in this world? That's, of course, a relationship that can't uh, a question. That's, of course, a question that can't be answered till the relationship has taken a form, um, you know, where you, that can be decided. Very interesting. Well, speaking of goal setting and manifestation and planning and so on, I think it would be quite interesting to do an episode perhaps on that subject. Um, I'd be interested in your approach to it. I know you have a lot of specific tools that you like and use or methods or approaches, maybe is a better way of saying it. Um, you have ways of doing it. 
that are you have some you have a lot of specific ways of approaching that for your own life and you know professionally and personally and so on so i'd be very curious to uh, explore that with you as well as maybe uh, some resources that you you find particularly useful if yeah I think that would be great. And if people are listening to this, um, you can always send questions in to us about that or anything else. Um, that's always super useful um, to hear what people are interested in. But yeah, we should definitely do that. And it's funny because I'm about to teach a nonlinear session. And uh, today's nonlinear session is about one of those tools, which is the calling in practice, uh, where it's essentially an embodied exploration of goal, an embodied exploration of manifestation or of desire. And that's, of course, one of the tools is to explore it somatically through the body. But there's also um, other tools as to how to create clarity and how to create uh, structures uh, that work in different bodies, in, in, in different personality types, um, optimally. So yeah, I think we should definitely do that. Yeah, and speaking of nonlinear, we have our nonlinear teacher training coming up very soon. In fact, this episode will air August, end of August 2022. Um, so if you're listening to this fresh, the early bird ends September 1st for that training. So if you're on the fence, if you're a Tao Te Ching person, going with the flow um <laughs> you need to make a decision soon <laughs> but, uh, anyway yeah the early bird and the early bird pricing all that ends on the september 1st so that's coming up that's um our teacher training practitioner training i'll include a link to that in the show notes of course and if you're listening to this at some time in the future check michaelabohm.com uh, for uh, our programs we have online courses there we have downloadable courses and indeed in-person events at www.michaelabohm.com. Well, thank you very much, Michaela. Thank you, Steve. <laughs>